0: Everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Comment Section. That's right, guys. It is our end of the year special? And boy, 2020. We've heard it said enough. What a year it turned out to be. But that's right. While er- a lot of productions were shut down, there still was some entertainment that came out. Mm-hmm. And we decided, no, the show must go on. So we- this year is going to be a little bit different. But we're going to discuss a bunch of stuff and wrap it up. Tie a nice little bow on this year that, you know, was an odd year, but maybe at least in this yeah. show we can try to tie it up and leave it in the past.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like any year, the year ends. And yes. we start anew. Last time, we it was almost an end of decade special. Yes. We were so excited. We were like, well, is it gonna be the Roaring Twenties is back? Rappers are back, and, uh, yeah, talkies, and everything is gonna be bla- in black and white. Um, and the question is, how has it been so far? Was it more of a was it more of a Roaring Twenties or a Boring Twenties?
0: Um, I'd say it was more of a Great Depression. We,
1: yeah, and you know it's funny because we warned everyone. <laughs> I think I think we got it's. We yeah, did. I think didn't, this is important we? to know. We warned everyone about the stock market crash. Yes, in 2029. <laughs> we were nine yeah, years Yeah, we thought it would be 2029, but we were right about there being a crash. So that's why uh, this is an important episode because what we predict here, uh, if we predict something to be nine years away, just know that it's coming.
0: <laughs> yes, it is, will be here faster than you think. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, it'll be a little different episode, so how do we want to start this episode? I guess, uh,
1: so, the things I thought would be interesting to talk about is, as always, it would be great to talk about the things that came out this year that we liked. Uh, Our favorite movies, favorite TV shows, seasons, whatever was released in 2020 that we liked. Um, The other thing that I think would be interesting to talk about is kind of a look at, uh, I mean, more than like any other year, 2020 was the year where of uh, entertainment not coming out the way we expected it to. So I thought it would also be interesting to look at some of our predictions and uh, thoughts from last year's end of year episode. We were looking forward at 2020 and it'd be interesting to look at what became of some of those things we were looking forward to um so i don't know which one of those you'd rather start with um i don't know if maybe we want to dedicate most of the episode to the the positive note of uh yeah should we
0: do like, more of uh what we could do is save the positive stuff towards the end and yeah. then we'll what should we start with like 2020 yes yeah. should we start with what did happen and also i May rank in my favorite news stories and most surprising ones of the year. So, do we want to start with right. kind of looking back at what we talked about at the end of 2020 special and giving a little update <laughs> on it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um. So, uh, let's. See. So, uh, off the bat. Here are some things that were actually... We were looking forward to them in 2020. Here are some things that were actually technically released on time. Yes. And there weren't many. Uh, <clears throat> Birds of Prey came That's out. That's right. We, I think weren't looking forward to it and then didn't really like
0: it. I still haven't seen it. I saw it, yeah. It's the second worst DCEU behind Aquaman. So there was that. The pre-pandemic, though. It um, did flop because of the pandemic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it, it was too close. And then yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic. This was this one we talked about two year-end specials in a row because the first time we were talking about, like we didn't know much about it, but it was like, why is this being made? Then <laughs> last year, it, it uh, I believe the shiny new update had just come out, and we were still joking. What if here at the end, Uh because uh, uh, we thought it would be so unbelievable, what if at the end of 2020. We're here talking about how Sonic the Hedgehog is our favorite movie of the year. Oh man. <laughs> um and I'm so happy to say that I have not I I haven't seen it. Um but it did come out and the audience or uh, the the score, I mean, it's 63% isn't bad for what I thought a Sonic Hedgehog Sonic the Hedgehog movie would
0: like 53% more than I thought it would have.
1: Yeah, I know. And 93%
0: audience score. That's pretty good. Do you but know? Yes, technically pre-pandemic. Do you know the other on special distinction Sonic the Hedgehog has? Um, no. It uh, is the fifth highest-grossing movie of 2020. Well,
1: yeah, that's not. That's probably not much competition, right? But still, you <laughs> can still just... say
0: it was the fifth highest-grossing yeah, one. That's true. That's true. It doesn't matter if there was income. Um, an- it did it. It
1: made it. And then, I don't know if I missed anything, but we're, then we're getting to basically beginning of Pandemic and a movie that we talked about kind of extensively in the last special that kind of got snubbed for coming out right at the beginning of the Pandemic. Yes. I know what uh, you're That being about. Pixar's Onward. Yeah. Um, which technically released in theaters, uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, uh, I think it was like the week it released. came. The pandemic
0: came to America.
1: I yeah, I think it was the Friday that things started shutting down. like yeah. it was that like Thursday and Friday that things started shutting down?
0: I think it I think was. was it. Um, let me check because I remember. Well, did every, it come out on your birthday? It might. I think it might come out the week of. Yeah, let's see. When did it come out? March 6th, so in the U.S. Oh, the so it came before. out about a week before.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So basically, it came out just before, and then... Yeah, um, it was that week, and then the following week, everything <laughs> shut down.
1: Yeah. But the, here's the thing. that uh, uh, obviously Everything is bad about uh, this pandemic, and it should have never happened. But the interesting thing is... Maybe neither of us
0: would have seen this movie had it not just gone onto Disney Plus. Exactly, because I listened yeah. to it last night. We trashed this movie yes. so much. You
1: really thought it looked like it was going to be bad throwaway movie and I was like, I don't know, I like the fantasy theme, but I it looks like it's going to be a lesser tier Pixar movie. Um and how did it turn out? I think we both really like. Yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was
0: great. I thought it was one yeah, of the best it's... ones they've done in a while. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because
1: like, the, the trailer, it really, like, they hid the depth of that movie pretty well. I like, know. Like, uh,
0: you thought it was just going to be, like, bad jokes from Chris Pratt's character the whole time. Because I was talking about how, like, weird the plot was, and I'm just like, what are the stakes?
1: I don't get what... But it then I remember first watching it and kind of being like oh i see why this is interesting like this
0: see how this is pixar worthy this is one like one of the worst marketing some of the worst (laughs) marketing i've ever seen because it completely turned me off and i thought it was great
1: yeah definitely
0: um you know what was also great uh, was the maggie simpson short they had before it did you ever um, see that
1: oh right yeah yeah i did see it i i um I, I think I watched it later because they just released it. Yeah, they
0: um, released it like two weeks separately. apart. I don't know why. But. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was good. Um, so I prefer that were some of those sucky Pixar shorts. <laughs> yeah. I Look, I know people like them. I'm not a big fan of – I love the picks, most Pixar movies, but those shorts, man, they are kind of tough to sit through.
1: I mean I think some of them are okay, but it's uh it's it's I don't know. It's not it's it, they seem more like just like look how good animation is.
0: <laughs> I almost Which just I almost thought about going to uh, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I thought of going to Onward just to see that Simpson short. Oh yeah. that's how uninterested well, I was in Onward.
1: It would have been a pleasant surprise probably. Yes. Um but uh, also Pixar-related, we talked about Soul, which was the one we were much more excited yes. for. Yes, um, And now Soul
0: has some, like, legit competition of what will be the better Pixar movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, really. I, I, I'm actually at the point where, like, I like Onward so much that if Soul wasn't... Like, I felt like at least we have Soul because Onward yeah. doesn't look like it's going to be good. Now I feel like if Soul isn't good, at least we
0: have Onward. I know. And <laughs> could you... Just think, like... If both of them are great, like it will be so cool to have a year where people are legit debating what was the better Pixar movie. Because I think the only other year they had two movies was Inside Out and The Good Dinosaur, and that's not a debate at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Then no, that'll be
1: so awesome. I if I had to lean one. uh, um, Oh wait, wait, wait!
0: wait. Didn't Cars Three and Coco come out the same year?
1: If they did, then I guess who cares? Because Coco is like oh,
2: Coco, basically the, the crap out of cars. It's, it's basically the Coco, best Pixar. Movie. Oh wait, I don't that's not the kid's you. name.
0: Oh, but Grandma Coco took that guitar and smashed it over Lightning McQueen's head. Yeah, yeah,
1: Grandma Coco with her just last time for her time.
0: <laughs> that was how that was how <laughs> she died. It was she smashed Lightning McQueen and then uh, pick up her back into her and said, "What's wrong, little buddy?" yeah god that's a good movie yes um
1: so i yeah i'm still hopeful for soul um oh, i'm very excited uh, but for Soul. it is not out yet i i can't remember when it was supposed to come out but the theatrical release has the been summer? canceled yeah i think so yeah. but it's canceled uh but coming to disney plus on christmas
0: yes um, thank god not that stupid premiere access crap
1: Which I guess I might as well skip to. uh, We could just skip to uh, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is also um, coming to streaming on Christmas. It
0: is going to also be in theaters. But, like, around us, all theaters are closed. And, like, around the world. Because no studio wants to put out a movie right now. They just want to at least doing it like this. They're attracting... Audience members through their streaming services.
1: Yeah, for sure. I oh wait, I um, I might have missed what you just. So, is Soul the thirty dollar thing? No, Soul is free. Oh. Oh, They're you're doing right.
0: okay. it for free because of what happened with Mulan. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> yes. And what what is what's
1: is Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four going to be? Free,
0: yeah, like, free to HBO, HBO Max, Max subscribers, and then Dang. it sounds like it's only going to be there for a month. I believe <clears throat> I heard another like YouTube commentator talk about how it may be like contract issues, like how it may g- yeah going to like another like network or something, but it will be there for a month.
1: Cool. So I'm. I mean, I'm I really excited on watching it for multiple both of times. These. Yeah, uh, what What do you think your plan is? Uh, Christmas Day, these two really anticipated movies for us are coming out. Uh, do you think you're going to try and watch both of them that day, or do you have some kind of I know for sure, Which one so first?
0: It, I'm going to watch on Christmas, because that one my sister's yeah. also into. Yeah. I might save Wonder Woman for December 26th, like the next day, just so there's something new yeah. that day. Yeah,
1: so you have something else to open. Oh um, yes! On.
0: Oh, it's gonna be exciting. I I'm very excited for Wonder Woman 1984. I remember like uh, when my dad saw that it was coming to, on Christmas, he was like, "Oh, okay." Now we know what we're gonna do during that time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My plan. I keep getting
1: more excited for it. It seems it's really exciting.
0: Oh, like what? Did, I believe they have the Rotten Tomatoes score up right now. Oh
1: yeah, I I don't think the last time I checked that there was one. I saw like good reviews. um, Yeah,
0: let's see. And also, um, I just lost my train of thought. Well, all right. What right now? Eighty nine percent. That's good. Oh yeah, I just remember they have they put up like a three minute prologue on YouTube. I don't want to watch that. I've gotten this far. I just want to see that everything (laughs) I can. The movie. All at once. But Um, the reviews are so good. Like I really believe this will be better than the first one.
1: Yeah, and we said that last year. We were very excited for this last year, but I don't know, do you think... I think that I'm more excited for it now than I was last year.
0: Um, I think especially with the trailer, that last DC Fandom trailer. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited, and I know I'm going to be watching it multiple times in that month that's up there. And one viewing is going to be a triple feature. If it's as good as I think it will be. Uh, Oh, yeah. Superman 2, The Dark Knight, and Wonder Woman 1984. Those amazing... uh, Maybe I'll Mm. throw in Batman Returns as well, which the only reason I didn't count is because Superman 2 and Dark Knight are movies that were better than than the movies before. Yeah. I could do that. Oh no, wait, I could do a quadruple feature if I do Superman 2, the theatrical cut, Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut, Batman Returns, Dark Knight, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yes. Uh, One more week, Um, guys, one more week until it's finally here. (laughs) Although, when they listen to this, it's probably out right by now.
1: I mean, gee, we. I don't think we've come out with a like a special all year because of the year it's been. But this we might should actually do be one and a Wonder
0: Woman a special.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Finally, something worth a special. So. Yes. Technically, so we're in a position where these are both movies that were delayed, but they are both technically coming
0: out in 2020. Oh, um, uh, like I am s- <laughs> like it's gonna be so nice to have a new movie again, and we're getting the two I've been most excited for all year. Yeah.
1: Here's something actually because these movies might be very good and they will not be on our lists of favorites this year. Do we should we count these in the 2021 list?
0: Should we count them?
1: Like if 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 Wonder Woman 1984 is your favorite movie? No, it is 2020. even overall. Okay, it is still yeah, it 2020. would annoy me too much.
0: That's why I. Um, yeah, that's why my list doesn't mean as much, because they're still 2020. They did not come out in 2020. That's why, thank God we don't run the Oscars, because (laughs) otherwise we'd be missing a lot. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Remember last year? Was it, (laughs) I think it was last year where we did our top five, and then like a few months later, my list had almost completely changed.
1: Yeah, I had some change (laughs) quite a bit, too. I, um, uh... Yeah, it, um, it, it's they're sometimes just good movies that come out late in the year. Yeah, um, <clears throat> these ones are coming out really late. Yeah, <laughs> last week basically. Um, so uh, I don't know anything else. I mean, we can talk. Let's see more about it later. But anything else you want to say about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four?
0: Um, boy, I I am so hyped for this movie. I think it's going to be just... I, I do believe Wonder Woman, Superman 2, and The Dark Knight. It's Wonder Woman, it's Cheetah, got a cool time period in 1984. Yeah. My my one hope is... I don't want to turn this into a Marvel versus DC thing, but... Yeah. Look, we talk about Marvel and The Curse of Two, right? With the exception of Captain yeah. America, their second movies are always bad because they spend time doing setup. Yeah. My one concern is like when she's in the golden armor with the wings and the helmet, I'm like, please don't be setting up a Hawkgirl movie. I want this to be a Wonder Woman movie. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just a... At most, I think it's maybe a little bit of a wink. Like, hey, remember Hawkgirl? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's going to be great. These reviews are raising my hype for it. Yeah. And I've read some
1: thoughts on it and there are some things I'm excited about like uh, I've read that it's mostly relies on like practical effects which means we will not get strange uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: um, that was such weird yeah, that casting. Kind of thing.
1: yeah I know um, I think she will be a yeah. good
0: villain uh, by yeah, Kristen definitely. Wig.
1: I'm definitely that's I'm very excited about the villain um, so, yeah, um, moving on, uh, I, I can just, qu- here are just some other, I just think it's fun to look at just how many things didn't happen. I'll just quickly. Oh, yeah, I have a list some, of some,
0: too. Uh, let's see. While you're looking, should I uh, give a quick shout-out to something? Oh, yeah, sure. Remember the movie My Spy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Did that, that end up looked terrible. Out? It moved to Prime Video. Mm. So if you are like if you have Prime Video, boy, you got a gem waiting for you—a masterpiece. Of you know, I heard the reviews weren't terrible. Um, My Spy. What is oh, it? really? Let's see. Reception. It has forty-seven percent. That's honestly a lot higher than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, um, I wish but, I knew uh, what the rating was, cause I didn't uh, know if it was for kids or adults. Oh
1: yeah, huh? I don't even know if it needs to have one if it's just on Prime. But...
0: Well, if it's unrated, doesn't that mean like uh, a kid couldn't just click on it or something? Or well, I guess you uh, can with Netflix. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um but yeah that that was an interesting thing we were looking at. Um I guess the the quick things I was going so other movies I mentioned this again this is just interesting because of the amount of things that were pushed. A quiet place 2 was scheduled for 2020, now April 2021. Uh the I think uh third Conjuring movie was going to come out in September and was pushed to June 2021 with an HBO Max simultaneous release. Yeah.
0: Um, Should we talk about the HBO Max plan real quick? Yeah. All right. (laughs) So right now, Warner Bros. a little bit ago announced their plan for 2021, which is that they are going to release, I think, like 17 movies, like their whole 2021 slate. Which includes The Suicide Squad, Space Jam, Dune, A Quiet Place 2, like you mentioned. They're going to have them release in theaters that are apparently still open and on HBO Max (laughs) the same day. Yeah. And they've gotten a lot of... There's a lot of people unhappy over this. And... Yeah, I, look, it's it's bad for movie theaters. Like, I, I'll be mm. straight up honest. I don't see movie theaters surviving. I think yeah. the air movie theaters <laughs> is over. Yeah. And I do think there comes a point where you gotta say, you can't keep pushing these off forever. They do have to kind of go. And look, Tenet besides the fact that people were disappointed in *Tenant*, *Tenant* showed people weren't going to come back to the movie theaters right now. And honestly, some of these movies, look, some of them would have brought people back. Like, I believe Wonder Woman 1984 was the one that was going to bring people back. But when you look yeah. at their slate, like, let's see, what what is their upcoming slate? Like, Tom and Jerry, that's not going to bring people back. Mortal Kombat... Maybe Godzilla. Uh, I'm excited for Space Jam, but I don't know if that would Dune. I think yeah. you're kidding yourself. King Richard, Matrix.
1: Like I think Dune's going to be big, but it's not going to be. Do you like Wonder Woman 1980?
0: Yeah. <laughs> are people really excited for it? I think they are,
1: and it's like a it's like a thing that people have been waiting to be adapted again.
0: Like I'll watch it when it comes on HBO Max, just because I've heard. Like uh, yeah. movie critics talk about it.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's a weird hunch, but I thought it could have been
0: a potential, like, uh,
1: really, really big thing.
0: Yeah. But the other thing that is going on is that filmmakers, the filmmakers who made these, are very unhappy with Warner Brothers over it. Right. And. Besides the fact that they thought they were making movies for theaters, uh, it turns out Warner, with the exception of Wonder Woman 1984, it sounds like Warner Brothers didn't tell the filmmakers before the announcement. Oh, and look, I love Warner Brothers. I freaking love Warner Brothers. Like, I'll be straight up honest. If if For some crazy reason, there were studios who wanted to buy this show, and we had a bunch of offers. I don't care what the money is. (laughs) We're going to Warner Brothers. (laughs) Like, like, we have Christmas coming up, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I have my Christmas list anywhere, but I guarantee you 80% at least of my Christmas presents... Warner Brothers products. I love Warner Brothers. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was a mistake not to talk to the filmmakers beforehand. Again, it's their movies. They're the ones putting up the money. Yeah. But st- there's still like courtesy, like common courtesy. And
1: yeah, you know, I mean, there's deals like- and stuff, but I mean, the thing the thing you like about Warner Brothers, uh, uh, assumably, is, like, the incredible content and the yeah. people who make it and not necessarily the money-hungry corporate entities at the top of it. Yeah, like, so, I, I do yeah. believe
0: Warner Brothers really does a great job of taking care of their fans. Yeah. Like, especially, like, home video and stuff. Like, I believe they do a great job taking care of, like, their fans, too. And, like they're unhappy with something they'll like do a great job of, like the quality of their stuff but yeah yeah so a lot of people unhappy with it but mm-hmm. i think this could have been one of those look it's a pandemic what are we supposed to do and i think a lot of people will have been fine with it Obviously, movie theaters won't, but, you know... What are you supposed to do? You can't just... I mean, how much do they spend on, like... Speaking of Dune, how much did they spend on that? It's probably an expensive movie. Uh, let's see. They spent $165 million. You can't put that out in theaters now. Yeah. I, I, I do think... Had there been some phone calls or something... Like like there was with Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman, yeah, they could have uh, this transition would have been easier.
1: Yeah, it would be an interesting topic to think about and cover in like a future episode. That I wonder if we are entering the era of movie theaters are done and now it's streaming. Like we we're going to be getting movies straight to us more. I really wonder like if if there is and what a solution would be that would make that a better system where you have something that's like the equivalent of the local movie theater that uh you go to and support but on the internet or um and um like, just, just that, like, is there a world where this can continue on and exist without it just being, like, a handful of enormous streaming companies that have
0: all the movies? Uh, I, I think it really all depends on how quickly we get over this pandemic. Like, the vaccine is a good sign for movie theaters, but it, it yeah. still probably take a while for, like, everyone to be fine. Yeah. Or like people are safe, and even then, people have to feel safe. Yeah. So I don't know. It will be interesting. You know, nothing saying that if we get back to normal by June, that some of these can't go back into right. Years. But I yeah. just don't. I think this is the future now.
1: Yeah, I I I, I tend to agree. Yes. But uh, on that note, you mentioned a lot of the things. Uh, yeah, being they were scheduled in 2020 being pushed to 2021. Uh, a couple we talked about last time, Morbius, Venom 2.
2: Morbius um, and Venom,
0: Sony's actually being pretty smart. They are not going to put any movie out until the pandemic is over. They're not going to waste money on advertising when they just had to switch the date. i got to right. say, I think Sony is doing a pretty good job with that. And they're not just giving up on these movies. They're like, okay, we're going to hold on to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's, that's probably the right call. But speaking of what didn't do a good job... Um... Mulan that was delayed and then they tried the $30 thing and it we didn't care enough to look at it yeah
0: (laughs) yes it flopped I mean luckily we gained soul for free because of what it did like you know I was looking the other day Mulan is available now free on Disney plus I still don't have any desire to watch it and the sad thing is You know, they're pushing off Black Widow, which I think is a mistake, because I, I think they're overestimating Black Widow's popularity. Mm-hmm. But with Mulan, they knew they had a movie people weren't going to like on their hands, so they just dumped it on there. Yeah.
1: Uh, try and make some last dollars yes. for it with this weird $30 thing. And, like, a lot of people uh, did
0: not like Mulan, so... right.
1: Um I have just two other movies that we talked about last time that I want to bring up here. One of them was one that you thought was going a little bit of the opposite of onward, maybe Scoob. Oh um, yes. Which Scoob. ended up coming out to just streaming. It just went digitally. Not in theaters. Had, yeah. They put
0: it on HBO Max. Right. God, what a terrible so, movie that was. Um i just say the worst the of the three that were supposed to be theatrical. Even somehow even worse than those live action ones. <laughs> wow. Uh well now I'm probably
1: not going to watch it. Oh, like don't many watch it. Movies. Do not waste your time. <sighs> I I'm feeling a little tense. I've I've rushed us through a lot of these, but all of it's built up for one big thing that I am am so excited. To finally get to talk
0: about it, I feel like I know what this is. Do you know what it is? Oh, is it the new mutants? Drum roll.
1: The new mutants, yes, is oh, actually out.
0: It's out there. It feels like
1: it came out in 2020.
0: I can't believe it. I can't believe that our long journey. Like, I be, did We talk about every end of year special, yeah. This is if the final one. Time. This is it. Oh. We made it, guys. The journey is complete. Yeah, well, we can But, es- I mean, have
1: you seen it yet?
0: I have not, but... Oh, yeah, because because <laughs>
1: when next year in special, we could watch it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. I wonder if it would go on Disney Plus or Hulu. <clears throat> but, right. anyway, yes. It's here. Our journey has finally come to a close. And I feel closure now, even though I haven't seen it. I don't even know if I want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I
1: know. I feel the same way, but it just feels
0: like, wow, all these years, it's after, finally... It's there. It's done. It's just... It's surreal. I, I I almost feel like, what's there to look forward to now anymore? Like Yeah, I know. Like It's over. How do we anticipate releases
1: when one of them isn't going to be New Mutants?
0: I know. It just it feels like... <clears throat> Like, we've accomplished... I feel like I had a child that grew up and has now gone on to college. Like, yeah, job's done. Yeah. We counted down, yeah. and it's over now. But I feel <laughs> mm-hmm. a sense of warmth and goodness inside.
1: Yeah. And now it's one of those things, though, that we can follow the new mutants onto their future endeavors and yes. just sort of... Yeah. What because streaming, streaming one of
0: service my... will they go to next? <laughs>
1: Well, New Mutants too, but just uh, one of the uh, actors in that it made it into one of my favorite shows of this year. Oh, so. really? That's exciting. Um, just you know, you gotta love everyone involved with what really they gave us. They gave us an experience.
0: Yes, a movie. Years we've been waiting for. Not a lot of movies <laughs> yes. can say that. I mean, I guess that's anti- that's anticipation. Yes, constant delays, but oh, we finally got there, and it was yep. glorious. I just remember the day <laughs> realizing it came out and being like, "Yeah, we got there. We finally saw the day." Yeah,
1: I remember seeing that and going, "New New Mutant, like the New Mutants." <laughs> That's it
0: came out <laughs> like <laughs> the finale uh, to the Fox like, I era didn't of Marvel. It.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, um, uh, yeah, I that was us. A year ago,
0: I do have a few more if we wanted to bring it up real quick. Yeah, I know. Uh,
1: Definitely, you can.
0: All right. uh, You talked about how you were excited for the Grudge remake. Oh oh, right, yeah, which did come out before the pandemic. Yeah, so I I forgot about seen it
1: yet. I didn't see any advertising for it. I forgot about it entirely until I re-listened to that episode. Although, ironically, for the I did watch the original like Japanese grudge uh, ju on uh, just like two weeks ago so um and that was kind of new to me so in a way I did but not the bad one because like, I got the kick got a really <laughs> bad score all
0: right um also another delay a movie that we were shocked about because we thought it was gonna be one medium and it turned out to be in another
2: Clifford
0: yeah. the big red dog. Have you oh, seen the images yeah. of Clifford I have and oh it's, my god it is <laughs> something
1: else They it's really just a red dog like it's yes. kind of
0: I don't know how it's it's still unsettling Yes Yeah All right next one Tom and Jerry will be released in mm-hmm. 2021 theatrically and on HBO Max yeah. Have you seen the trailer for it Oh I didn't know there was a trailer Oh it's awful
1: it's, it's a combination uh, live action animated. Yeah, that was my assumption, and that to me, like, that gives it more hope than if they were doing like the uh, Clifford the Bad, Big Red Dog thing. But I, by no means, do I think that that means it's going to be good.
0: Yeah i I don't know. Now look, Warner Brothers oh. Animation has done a great job under Sam Register, who's the head of it. So you know, there is a chance that it will be very good. If it's not, you know, at least they've been doing a good job with uh, the Tom and Jerry yeah. show that airs right now on the Boomerang streaming service. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and finally, I believe you mentioned the movie Monster Hunter.
1: Ah, yes, I did actually. Here's it's an update on my list.
0: Here comes yeah. out tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I saw that. And apparently, um, it was interesting. I was just reading up on this. Um, I forgot this movie was coming out too, but I am mildly excited. I think the Monster Hunter games are good. Um, apparently, it came out in China and then got pulled for some controversy about like a line that they didn't... Like, they accidentally mistranslated into something offensive or something. Um, so they didn't cater it well to like a Chinese market. And so it was like taken out of theaters, and, uh... Oh, no. Um, but, uh... I don't know if they're, uh... if in in that time or in the other countries that it came out in. All right, so 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, (laughs) Not the best. For a video game movie, again, you can... (laughs) Um... Yeah, that's that's something. If it if it ever if I ever hear Get whiffed that it's some kind of oh, like Oh no, I just found thing. some breaking
0: oh. news. Oh no. What is it? Uh the Star Wars Boba Fett actor Jeremy Bullock passed away at 75. Oh, oh. original is... Boba Fett actor. What a that cool is... suit that was.
1: Yeah, I mean, that it's a character that everyone loved and became so huge, all because of how cool the suit was. Yeah. It's truly, just everyone thought that suit was so
0: cool, and uh, that's too bad. Do you know what uh, Boba Fett's original appearance was?
1: Uh, I, I thought it was just in uh, Return of the Jedi.
0: Well, uh, he's in Empire Strikes Back, but... No, Oh, um, it was the Star Wars Holiday Special. There was an animated uh, thing with him in it, and that is his first appearance. Oh, really? Wow. I mean, that's an honor. So I guess some good did come out of that special, which I still am waiting for Disney Plus to drop.
1: Yeah, I, I, I hope so. Um, I mean, this is... Uh, in other uh i guess more positive uh star wars news um i don't know if you uh saw this bit of news but there is going to be i believe it's a series where um Ewan McGregor and uh and uh Anakin I'm blanking on the Hayden names Christensen right now. yeah Hayden Christensen are
0: going to reprise their roles Yes, yeah, spoiler alert for, like, my top news of the year. This, my favorite... So this is coming from that Disney investors thing that yeah. they did. Which they basically kind of turned into, like, their Comic-Con for, or D23. Yeah. My, now, my favorite one was that they're going to do Zootopia as a TV show. That was yeah. my favorite announcement. But this was my second favorite. Darth mm-hmm. Vader. Now, I've already been more excited for the Obi-Wan show. Probably yeah. more than any of the other ones because as much as I'm, like, curious about Mandalorian, kind of, like, yeah. not having in the movie characters is, like, a little less motivation. <laughs>
1: yeah. But Obi-Wan feels a little for. empty, but it is very good.
0: Yeah. But I'm excited for, and we found mm. out that the best characters character in all of star wars is gonna appear not anakin darth vader that's right the my yeah. favorite character of star wars yeah how do you think the hating christians christians and thing is gonna work because i mean if he's darth vader he doesn't do the voice and he'd just be in the suit so a lot of people Maybe are theorizing take... that he'd be in flashbacks yeah as that, well that would make more sense
1: because otherwise you'd have to take off the helmet and look all like burnt and stuff, uh, burnt <laughs> and in pale or whatever. Which maybe, but um, I mean, yeah, this is really exciting. It's I'm still someone who stands by that the prequels were like, no, I'm not falling for it. The prequels weren't <laughs> good, okay. So um, that's kind of my attitude, Star Wars wise. Well, this but is this, uh, I'm ten very years excited.
0: after the prequels.
1: Yeah, I mean. I guess the point I'm making, really, is that my dislike of them has nothing to do with either of them. And if anything, Ewan, Ewan McGregor might be my favorite thing about the prequels. I mean, he's great. Yeah, I thought the Obi-Wan um,
0: stuff and Attack of the Clones was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So having uh, them come
1: back uh, gives some of the n- nostalgia of the prequels, but then it will hopefully be written and directed better. Yeah, so
0: I'm very excited about that. It'll really like tie both the prequels and the original films together. I heard it supposed yes. to culminate in this big Darth Vader Obi Wan fight. I mean, that sounds awesome.
1: I mean, I think it sounds better than the Mandalorian. Like the Mandalorian is good, but there's just something where it's just like not quite fun and Star Wars-y enough. I haven't
0: finished it, but um, I, I think just I've think this sounds the first like the episode. best. But that was a while ago. Yeah. But do you think they'll pro- maybe at the end of the show <laughs> they'll ma- they'll make you e- you and McGregor look old like Alec Guinness? <laughs> I mean that would be
1: that would be that would be cool. I I wonder if they'd like. It seems like something they'd try and CG, which yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat> you know what? Int- I mean they. It, I mean, we talked recently about like what franchise is in trouble. We talked about like it seemed like Star Wars was in trouble, but this feels like this announcement. It made me excited again because at first I'm just like, like I mean, as much as I like enjoyed the sequel trilogy, part of me is like, it's over, it's done. Yeah, there's no more. No, I think how much more can we melt that original trilogy?
1: Yeah. I think TV is the way to go
0: for yes. sure. Um, oh, there is going to be one movie. I think they announced a movie, one movie, which is going to have Patty Jenkins directing it. That's cool. Yes. Um,
1: yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch everything that came out. Uh, oh, did, I watched with the Disney the big stuff. Sing. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. I won't <laughs> talk about the Marvel stuff. i I will say the What If trailer was interesting.
1: Oh.
0: um, What if that's good? They did confirm Mark Ruffalo will appear in the She-Hulk show. And I'll give that a shot. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But I... So help me God. I hope it's not more that stupid Hulk we had from Endgame. (laughs) Like, honestly, that concerns me for She-Hulk. Because it's... For those of you who don't know... It's not like She Hulk is Jennifer Walters. She gets mad and she becomes She Hulk. She is She Hulk all the time. So she'd be like that oh. Mark Ruffalo from Endgame. And I'm like, oh. please undo it. <laughs> Have him be like Grey Hulk or something. Right, yeah. <clears throat> um, but, you know, whenever <laughs> he pops up, I, because Hulk is my fourth favorite Marvel character. So, uh I I'll give it a shot and hope. Mm-hmm. Please have that Hulk from Endgame die. Let's bring back Hulk <laughs> from The First Avengers. Yeah. We can hope. Yes.
1: Um Well, I don't want to steal more of your thunder by bringing stuff up too early. I think, uh, was there anything else you had that you wanted to bring up that we brought up last time? I mean, Uh, we don't want to talk about last time the whole time, but yeah. Uh, Because it's interesting to go over just how many things changed from what we expected. More than most years, so I'm glad we went over that. Um, Is it time to talk about some positive stuff?
0: Sure, let's do that. Positivity, it can be fun once in a while.
1: Yeah, I don't know, do you, have, do you have any, like, least favorite movies that came out in Yes, shows? Yes, I uh, do.
0: Let's start with that, because yes. I, I don't really have any. I I haven't seen a lot of movies this year, so I'll just give out three <laughs> shout-outs. See, what I'm assuming will be the big two aren't coming out till Christmas, so. Yeah. But, all right, so, I have my two worst movies. You may know what they already are. So my second worst movie of the year is Birds of Prey. This is a movie that showed that as much as we all love the Harley Quinn character from Batman the Animated Series to she was a standout Suicide Squad, it shows that without Batman Joker, Harley Quinn just can't carry a movie by herself and even like the Harley Quinn image, show Batman Joker in there. Yeah. It just <laughs> didn't work. And it, it was so cartoony and so campy. It just, it just didn't work. Like, and why would you right. call it birds of prey when it's not birds of prey? It's a Harley Quinn movie. Right. I, I <laughs> want to like it, you know, this is a movie that feels like it's in the weird transition phase of that DC is in, right? The Snyder stuff didn't work. We're getting some exciting stuff now. Where we're Wonder Woman 84, The Batman, The Flash, Harley Quinn, and we also had Joker last year. Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and Aquaman, which I say are the two worst DCEU movies, Aquaman being the worst they feel like they're in that that weird transition. Like, we don't really (laughs) know. We're just kind of throwing something together, but it feels like that weird transition is over now. Wonder Woman 84 is kicking off the new era that will lead us into the Batman and the Flash movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I still haven't seen it, but I want to give it an honest shot one of these days. Um, But, uh...
0: I don't know. It's rough. So you might as well right. just watch season two of the Harley Quinn show.
1: Oh yeah, I, that's I don't I don't need I don't care if that movie is good because the the Harley Quinn show is
0: is is
1: maybe all the Harley Quinn I need. Yes. But um, I I definitely know what your number one is then.
0: Yes, number <laughs> one. I was so hopeful for this movie because, like I said, Warner Brothers animation. Has been great the last ten years, and they've done some great Scooby's Do stuff. Where you're talking about on television or the directed video movies, and after two failed attempts in live action, we were going to finally do it right in animation. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. It's a crossover. All it is is a crossover shagging Scooby with up. Obs- very obscure, very obscure Hanna-Barbera characters that no one cares about. Like, I I guarantee you, 9 out of 10 people don't know who Dynamut is or the Wacky Racers. It just was terrible. And, like, for some reason, they decided to uh, do the stunt casting with the voice cast. Luckily, that makes it easy to separate, but... right, I. I thought it was terrible. I was really expecting the Simpsons movie for Scooby Doo. And. Not that. (laughs) No, it was not that. And I just gotta say it. It's been three tries. Animation was the one it should have worked in. It didn't. It's time. Call it. Don't make another Scooby Doo theatrical movie. It will never work. Yeah. That that one hope left me waving the white flag. It's time call it put the movie dog to sleep just Mm. it's over (laughs) yeah uh
1: well i'm fortunate enough to have not seen a movie that disappointing or bad that that has come out in 2020 so um yeah uh most of uh we were really struggling thinking like are we even gonna have a list this year I do have um something of a top 5 list because most of them are things I saw pretty recently just on a binge of trying to catch up on movies like I Netflix missed and but stuff. yeah and so literally I have I don't think I've s- gone to the movie theaters this year like even January February I don't think I have um so all this is of course from streaming and uh, but they are technically movies that have come out this year. So,
0: All right. So I really only have like three that I probably yeah. would want to give a shout out to. So,
1: Oh, and we'll also talk about TV. I, you, I don't know if you have any TV. Oh, I
0: do have three TV shows to yeah. mention.
1: My favorite uh, thing that came out this year was a TV show, so let's talk about movies first. All um, right. Get um, that out of the way. I am. You said you have three. Yeah. Um, I'll just give my five and four real quick. I um, just mentioning. It, I there, like it's not like past years where it's like any of these could be my favorite movie. They're like nine out of ten movies. These are just kind of good movies that I saw that were um, uh, kind of enjoyable. There's this psychological horror kind of movie called She Dies Tomorrow, which is just. Kind of this indie movie that's really kind of uh, uh, just strange and not much really happens in it, but it's just kind of... uh, It's well done in the way it's stressful. Um, My number four is called Swallow. Um, It's kind of more of a drama movie, but it's about a woman who becomes obsessed with the idea of swallowing like random inedible objects and it escalates so like pika um, so it's a little horror in the way that it's very uncomfortable to, to watch but it's kind of went in a direction i didn't expect and it i i thought it was kind of boring and dumb but then by the end i thought it was went in a direction i didn't expect and i thought it was very compelling um, so those are are two good movies, just kind of small. I don't know if you could call them. maybe they're indie movies. I don't know. They seem like the kind of thing that maybe would have been like Sundance, just like shown in oh yeah, like theaters kind of and thing. stuff probably- yeah. if we
0: still had it, probably just at Woodland,
1: yeah, yeah, um, yeah, we
0: lost a the movie theater this year too.
1: Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Celebration
0: Cinema Woodland. Yeah, probably that stuff will probably go north. I'm assuming now.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, so I don't know. We can. Well, let we we normally go back and forth. We kind of have a list this year, so I guess. Do you want to give your number three?
0: Sure. Will you? Are they in any for order? One minute, real quick. Yeah, sure. I have to go check sign real quick. It'll be like a quick thirty seconds. Cool
1: a pause. I have to take over the show now. Um, This is a lot of pressure for me. I mean, I already had a lot of uh, pressure I was dealing with to begin with. I was just, just before this I uh, finished meeting with my therapist and we talked over some, some really deep rooted problems that I have um, just kind of um, just the, the the anxiety and the pressure just kind of getting to me all the time just constantly feeling watched and uncomfortable in my own skin. It's like I constantly feel, oh hey, you're back. How's it going? Oh, you're back. I, I am had to back. take over the show. I had to take over the show while you were gone Oh, was,
0: I am excited to hear that then. just kinda yeah. had
1: to let some stuff out oh. so. <laughs>
0: uh, why isn't this a solo show
1: <laughs> yeah, okay so um uh yeah movies uh
0: yes of twenty twenty
1: uh are yours in order like a top three
0: um yes, they are they can top be in
1: no particular order too, but all right. Um
0: it's kind of it's like I don't know. They're kind of ordered <laughs> just how I'm feeling right now. Yeah.
1: You know, I'll tell you what, for my, my Christmas present, uh in exchange for that lovely present you gave me years ago of oh, uh, yes the uh, toys are of, us a, a Toys R Us gift card uh, which I haven't been able to use yet. Um uh I'm There's going to give you a present Cinema woodland of... one in the mail. Oh, thank you. Uh, um I'll I'll keep an eye out for that but my gift to you and I'll have to come up with a new gift cuz I'm the celebration cinema woodland I'm going to appreciate that but in exchange for the toys R us gift card I will give you a virtual penny that has oh, yes. heads up yes. on it. so imagine heads is on the top of that I've been
0: waiting for this so, my whole life
1: so you can start with your number 3 you can go first All right.
0: My number three is a movie that we didn't talk about in our upcoming 2020 special. It's one huh. that I had read about because in interviews it mentioned uh, another thing and it was the way back starring Ben Affleck, the basketball movie. Oh now yeah. normally, I don't give a crap about sports movies. I'm like, yeah, it's a movie. Leave your sports for your real sports, but there were all these interviews with Ben Affleck, and this is when he talked about more about like what made him leave Batman stuff like that, yeah, and the premise was interesting about this alcoholic trying who takes over a basketball team and tries to like get his life on the right track again, and yeah. overall, I thought was. A very good movie, and Ben Affleck was great in there. You know, some people will give, like, Affleck a hard time about being a strong actor. Like, some people are like, oh, it's Matt Damon who's better. But really, this movie shows how great an actor Ben Affleck is. So, yeah. way back, unfortunately affected by the COVID-19 pandemic, but any, yeah. I, it should be on HBO Max by now because I believe it's a Warner Brothers movie, so... right. Anyone want to check it out? It's a great movie. Ben Affleck's great in it, and this is coming from someone who doesn't like sports movies. So yeah.
1: Well, I'm kind of curious now because um, I'm someone who's also uh, unfortunately, I annoyingly take a point of pride in not being into sports. So <laughs> I normally wouldn't watch a movie like that, but I did have a passing interest in basketball as a kid, and I've enjoyed some sp- sports. Didn't movies not you play in the past. basketball Sometimes in middle good. school? Uh, yeah, I played, yes. I actually played in, in fifth grade, so in elementary school, and I played again in seventh grade.
0: I was the worst. <laughs> and then the uh. coach said, okay, we, we've done this straight enough, yeah. it's time to go. I
1: This is really sad, but this is a true story. <laughs> the coach genuinely took me aside one practice and said, do you really care about this? <laughs> like, is this actually something you care? And I was genuinely like, I really, like, I... I'm trying. I'm actually. This is me trying. This is not me,
0: <laughs> Coach. I'm giving you my best. What do you want? I can't give a hundred and one percent. I can only give a hundred.
1: I, I just go. I I can't stress this enough, Coach. Um, this is what one hundred percent looks like. I don't. I I know you expected a hundred and ten percent, but t- imagine that this is one hundred percent. Imagine what ten percent more of that is, and really let that sink in, because that's all I have.
0: <laughs> Coach, I can't give you any more. You want me to run faster? I can't. Okay, just have the other guys do better. I.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's in that season we
0: when We came out exactly even: six wins, six losses. So in a way, uh, it's like nothing. Nothing really happened. It yeah. broke even.
1: Yeah, but it makes you wonder if I wasn't there if they would have gotten seven five or something.
0: Uh too bad you don't know the scores for uh eighth grade or whatever it was. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh yeah, so I can uh
1: check out the way back and, and re and relive some of that. You got wonderful memories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um my number three is actually a movie I saw last night. Oh really? Um, I, I was thinking, like, I I was working through the... I don't know if you use Letterboxd at all, the, like, social media... Um, oh, no. Where, but I've been just putting tons of movies on my wish list, and every day I've just been going on... Or wish list, I mean watch list, uh, like, movies I want to watch. And, every, like, practically every night I've just been, like, going through, like, uh let's, try, let's check this one out, and it shows you where it's streaming and stuff. But this movie is... Uh it's called Relic and it's kind of in that genre. It's honestly a lot kind of reminded me a lot of my number one movie from a couple years ago which is Hereditary. Oh, the one that like won best this... picture. Oh, no, that was Parasite. Re- oh, but that was yeah, that my was my bad. favorite movie last year. Hereditary was 2018. But this movie, like, it it also had to do with, like, a a family, and, like, the horror is kind of like the psychological horror of this, like, inter-family drama. Uh, It was truly very scary. It kind of has to...
0: The poster's scary.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, um... uh, It's one of those movies that's kind of it's probably all a metaphor for some deeper fear in humanity but it's kind of about uh someone suffering from dementia but it was uh uh it was like obviously a like a serious topic but it was genuinely very terrifying so this wins to me the scariest movie i saw all year um I in I enjoyed it so much I almost considered it bumping up even higher but um oh. I need to let it sink in more before I yes. do
0: that. You know I'm making an impulsive choice for yeah, best I, of I the year which I do often
1: do. Yeah, no. Um and also the other thing the I think this is really the thing that made it drop. It really is, it really does feel like in the same vein as something like hereditary. And if I were to like put this at number 1, it would just be like
0: You'd feel like a traitor.
1: Yeah, and also, I think I like Hereditary more, and that's enough for me to go, maybe I just like this because I like (laughs) that kind of movie, and I I wish that I (laughs) could experience that movie again. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, good movie, Relic. There's a creepy window in it.
0: Terrifying uh, poster it has. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, I imagine. There's a creepy old lady. um, Yes. Although it's really just sad, so...
0: Uh, enjoy. Oh, yes. Uh, So what's your number two? Alright, I guess my number two is a movie that I trashed on this show in our upcoming special. In fact, it's the one you also trashed Mm
2: -hmm. in
0: our upcoming special. It is the Pixar movie Onward. I... Remember being so pessimistic, putting on Disney Plus to watch it, thinking I'll just watch it because it's the closest I have to a new movie for a while. Yeah. Little did I know it would be the last new one for like until <laughs> Seoul in December. Yeah, no, actually it was until Scoob. Oh God! But <laughs> <laughs> so I turn on and I, I'm very pessimistic. I'm just like the whole time watching this. I don't what. Who marketed this? Because this is not the movie I thought it was going to be. It has heart and depth, and it has a great story. It's mm-hmm. I'd say it's one of the most emotional Pixar movies we've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. I, I think it. Like
1: people talk up like up just because the yeah. beginning. This is way way like heavier than that to me. Yes,
0: and <clears throat> great humor. It just. It's everything I want in a Pixar movie. And mm-hmm. it was just like... It was great. It was I, one of the strongest... I think easily their best one since Coco. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of their strongest ones they've done in a while. Um, God, who was the guy from Guardians? Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt, right? Chris yeah. Pratt did a great job playing it. Tom Holland was great in it. Sadly... More Peter Parker in this movie than than he's ever (laughs) played in um, the John Watts movies, but he was great in it, and I just—it's just—it's what you expect from Pixar. It's this great movie, Mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad it went on Disney Plus, so I decided to watch it because I really don't know if I was going to skip it or not.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I. I often don't get out to see movies that I'm excited for. So there was a low chance I was going to <laughs> uh, Yeah, so uh unfortunately I think it could have done a lot better. I think people probably would have uh, I don't know. It's tough. It Do you think like... the
0: trailers would have hurt it at all?
1: <clears> Even no, like it's be- possible pre- pan- if the
0: pandemic big, so. hadn't happened, I don't know how well it would have done.
1: I don't know. Let's uh, let's uh, not think about that and just yes. uh, onward. It is it's it's good.
0: Yes, very good. <clears throat> so, number what two. is your? Are we is this? My number two. Yes,
1: I meant number two. Uh, my number two is a movie that I just kind of happened to see uh, uh, at the be. Uh, it was like right around. Halloween or just after Halloween, I started getting into the swing of uh, watching horror movies. And then once I get into that mood, it doesn't really go away, even though it's almost Christmas. So I've been catching up on horror movies. You ever watch the since what's that
0: movie? Oh, it's a Krampus? horror movie where Santa Claus is a killer. What is it? Oh, I don't know what that. I'm thinking of Krampus. Uh, is that which it? Is like,
1: that's like a Christmas horror movie. I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So the uh, my number two is one of the first ones I saw on this binge of horror movies, and I thought it was so like I the fact that I just stumbled upon it and randomly played something streaming, and it was so good made me like, <laughs> th- okay. They're a really good new horror movie. I got to try and find some other good ones, and I haven't really found one. <laughs> I still think this is the best, one of the best ones I saw. Um, it's it was on HBO Max, so oh, yes, you can go out and get
0: it right now. It's called The Invisible Man. Oh yeah, um, didn't that yeah. Uh, flop or something? Oh, did that come out before the pandemic or?
1: I think it did well, um, but that's the thing. I didn't know anything. About, I hadn't heard of this. I didn't mention it on my year-end list, or I, I just stumbled upon it. I thought the premise was kind of interesting, so I watched it, and it was way better than I, like, um. Oh, I can't say 28th,
0: so <laughs> kind of before some of it.
1: Yeah, right. So I thought it did, I, I thought it was in one of the top grossing ones, but that's not saying a lot. Um, anyway, uh, I didn't know about it back then, I don't think. Um, but I saw it a month or two ago and, uh, it's not, I mean, it's kind of a horror movie. I guess it's like a psychological thriller more than anything. It's very stressful and it actually, it's interesting cause there's, I have a thing with horror movies where oftentimes I think it's kind of cheap when in a horror movie, someone is pulled or manipulated by an invisible force where like they're just pulled away or something and I always thought like like to me it takes that like in horror movies like people often say like it's scarier when you don't see it and then I'm like but that doesn't mean you're supposed to make it just invisible <laughs> like make it hard to see or something don't you're just make just be cheap
0: invi- at that point
1: <laughs> but this movie did it The exact right way, they managed to make an invisible entity so terrifying. (laughs) It's like pure psychological terror, um, and it's really exciting. It's really like a thriller kind of movie. Um, uh, It's yeah, it's just it was very fascinating. It is the the epitome of a a gaslighting movie, (laughs) just like someone. (laughs) gaslighting someone to the absolute extreme. So, uh and it's a, a it's it's a fairly good movie to go in not knowing too much. So, I won't say too much more, but I thought it was it was thrilling. So, oh yes. Yeah. The Invisible Man, loosely based off of the H.G. Wells <laughs> novel. I think because Invisible and nothing else. Oh, exactly. <laughs>
0: All right, so I guess I'll go into what is now my number one movie of 2020. I almost said 2018. I was like, oh, no, that's a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, I'm blanking. I don't – should I know what this is if you talked about it? I I don't think you will know. Now, normally I don't put these movies in my rankings, Uh, but I decide no. 2020, nothing's off the table this year. If you're I over 40 it. minutes, you, you count this year. <laughs> right. So, for me, I love the DC animated movies. And mm-hmm. we had, earlier this year, we had Superman Red Sun by Bruce Tim, which was very good. Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, which wrapped up their 15-movie universe, which I was surprised was pretty good. And there was this one, Superman, The Man of Tomorrow. So this movie was pretty important for the overall line of DC movies because it was under a new producer. We, for the from 2007 to 2013, we had him under the man, the myth, the legend, Bruce Tim, who still does annually a movie. And then we had it followed by James Tucker, who was a little bit hit and miss. Some stuff is very good, some stuff is terrible. And this was the first one under Butch Lukic, who had done a lot of work on a bunch of DC animated projects before. I think he was a producer on Justice League. And they were going to do a story I've been waiting for them to do in this line of anime movies. They were finally going to do The Origin of Superman, which, of all the superheroes, Superman's origin is my favorite. One, and I thought overall they did a great job with this movie. They did a great job of making it, making sure it felt like classic Superman, but still making it feel fresh. And we had the introduce, introduction of Martian Manhunter, kind of being a mentor to Superman, kind of like he is in the Supergirl TV show. We had Lobo, who's always a fun character. They introduced. Clark Kent to Lois Lane and we also had Lex Luthor make an appearance and one of my favorite villains Parasite was the main bad guy in there and overall it was such a great adaption of Superman's origin story they took parts from some of my favorite comics like Superman Birthright by Mark Waid and Secret Origin by Jeff Johns and Overall, it was I was very happy with it. I saw a lot of people say, and I agree, this is what Man of Steel should have been. So, mm, yeah, yeah, there you go. This, like, if anyone's <clears throat> ever curious, this movie's a great jumping-on point to show why Superman is one of the best characters in all fiction.
2: Hmm.
1: That sounds really good. It, um, yes. Great to have a good uh, <laughs> something make up
0: for Man of Steel, in a way. Yes. <clears throat> Speaking of... It. have you seen tyler Hoechlin's new superman costume because they're giving him a new oh. one
1: oh i i don't think i have
0: because apparently um <laughs> i think one producer described it as his suit unlike the other ones that he's had in the other episodes was made for a special yeah. guest star and for a show it will not survive <laughs> And this one, they were able to give it more of a budget, but ah, uh. <laughs> if you search for his suit, his new one, let's. Maybe if I Google new suit. So it, like
1: from it, it, from Superman and Lois, like if yeah. I it, if I put in Tyler Oakland's Superman and Lois new suit, this might be it.
0: Is it the one where he's, like, staring off in the daily plants in the background?
1: Um, I do see one with him staring off. I actually even see... Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, I found that one.
0: All right. So, yeah, this suit, I think it looks awesome. It looks like a combination Mm -hmm. of Brandon Rouse from Superman Returns and uh, Henry Cavill's from Man of Steel. Yeah, Yeah, I'm so glad the buckles are gone from the cape.
1: Yeah. And like um I think
0: like the smaller S may be a tribute to like Superman Returns and Smallville. That suit. Yeah.
2: I was I think... gonna
1: say it seemed like a huge S, but I guess it's yeah, I say oh the S itself. I meant the whole emblem. Um Yeah, that's an, I like that.
0: Oh yes. Only two more months till we finally get we were supposed to see it in October, but
1: Yep, another this is another example of a Pushed off, put pushed ahead thing. Yes. Um. So yeah, I know that's fair. You can you can throw us a, an animated uh, longer than an episode thing. Yes. Um. because uh, this is positivity hour. Um, yes.
0: All right. so, so that was my, my number, number one.
1: one. My number one movie of twenty twenty is. We already talked about it. It's Onward. Yes. Oh, and, I support that yeah, choice. I, I, I mean, Pixar, they got snubbed too many years in a row on my list. I know that they're, they're trying to make movies so they can get it high on my list. Exactly. They got snubbed. Pete because, doctor
0: like, is constantly texting you saying, what can yeah, we
1: do? <laughs> it, because like Coco, I saw after we did the, the lists. I think and, I did too. And it just, that would have been high up there. Incredibles 2, sorry you came out that year. That year, That's a great movie, but sorry.
0: Something I else mean, came out in 2018, yeah. too.
1: And this year, I was like, I really like these two and three uh, and everything. But, like, I was honestly just like, the... I think Onward's gonna stick with me as, I'm happy to say, one of the top-tier Pixar movies. Yeah. Not the bottom tier where you ignore it. Not the middle tier where it's like, why Monsters University, uh, fine, it's fine. It's in that top tier where it's like, this is why this is the best animation company to me. Um, like, it, I'm s- very happy that this movie that I j- wasn't even... I didn't care if it was good or bad because I thought it was going solidly in that middle tier, if not the bottom tier, where you just yeah. put it all together. Um, so the fact that this is another classic Pixar movie where it's a great story with great characters, that's um, exciting and has a lot of heart and has just just the emotional uh, this just just emotional weight to it that, you know, the the classic Pixar making you cry kind of thing. Um, I, I, um, and truly, truly, uh, you could argue it's the saddest Pixar movie. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, but that's not the only reason it's good. It's, I've, and I didn't know this about it the first time I saw it, but I love a movie that's like how many times have you, you watched have to it? get. F- I think just once, <laughs>
0: but I love a movie that you can uh, you should that, probably um, do a double feature of that in Soul.
1: Yeah, I'll probably watch it again before that. Um, I love movies that are getting from one place to another, uh, like like the adventure. Um, <laughs>
0: that's most Pixar movies. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know, but I was. <laughs> that's probably why I like Pixar movies. <laughs> but just like it was just this, it all happens in like twenty four hours rush kind of thing, which I guess we knew kind of from the trailers. But the stakes yeah. were so much higher than I expected. And I also just I say love,
0: again, those trailers, like, yeah, you were just like, this is not what they told me it was going to be.
1: But I almost feel like that was a good thing because they 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 hid the the crux of the movie which I thought was so interesting. Like, the the main emotional weight of the movie, the reason why the stakes are so high, is um, what they hid from it. And I think that that was actually kind of nice, because it's nice when they don't tell too much in trailers. But I also just, the biggest thing, and this is the reason why I had some excitement for it to begin with, is just that it's a fantasy-themed thing, which to some people might be done to death, but the fact that it's almost like this high-fantasy Dungeons and Dragons-like world is right up my alley to the fullest extent. Yeah, it felt
0: more DreamWorks than it did Pixar when, like, we first were uh, seeing stuff from it.
1: Definitely. But we, like, saw that kind of fantasy thing done with all of the care of a Pixar movie. Yes. So uh, that was such a pleasant surprise to me because there honestly aren't that many good high fantasy movies uh and plot wise this isn't really a high fantasy movie but uh still i i love there's enough like,
0: inspiration there yeah
1: i love that there's a, a centaur and like the uh little uh, f- uh the the sprite motorcyclists and the um that they're like basically blue elves i don't know it's 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 a great Movie art wise and plot wise. Um,
0: Who would have thought a year ago when we were doing our upcoming special that yeah. even with <laughs> a pandemic? Because yeah, if the pandemic could never happened, it still would be like in my top five easily. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought we'd be talking about Onward this way?
1: Yeah, I know, I, and that's why part of the, I think that's part of the reason I'm 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 happy to make it my number one movie of this year because there's no better way to be wrong. Yes. There's no better way to be wrong than to listen to me saying, I'm not excited for this. <laughs> I and know. Th- then this year, Golden Stamp, Onward. Yes. Best it is of
0: a, the year. It is a true winner.
1: On Letterboxd, as I mentioned, I gave it four and a half stars out of five. <laughs> oh, yes. Any many movies can say that. It's really good. <laughs> All right. Oh yes, so the prestigious, uh, golden—I I don't care about uh, gold. Uh, what is it? I'll, I'll say uh, the uh, the the lapis lazuli uh, medal of stone medal of honor of of this year goes to Onward. Oh yes. and. Yours goes uh, to uh
0: Superman. What the was Man The Man exact- of
1: Tomorrow. Man of Tomorrow.
0: <clears throat> yes. I mean, I never would have thought onward would be in our top three. I never would have thought. Yeah. It. I was almost <laughs> expecting it to be like one of those like ones we made fun of.
1: Yeah, I know. And yeah. It makes me feel warm inside thinking about it. Such a good movie. Yes. Um we I should really photoshop together some like Movie posters of the movies that we've put on our lists with like uh altd podcast approved uh, and <laughs> oh, uh, yes, like, quote. like make it look official and have it one of those like
0: golden stamps, like it's a book cover. Um, and then we if we made Instagram for altd, <laughs> we could yeah. have it where like if it's oh, bad, it's black and white and there's like thrown <laughs> tomatoes at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that actually. <laughs>
1: We should we should make an Instagram for it because that would be a good idea. Oh yes,
0: um, this we is uh, could have like an animated Huck introduce people in the first video yeah. or something.
1: Yeah, that would be a good medium for that. And I mean, I I I actually started. We'll see if this comes to f- fruition. But for a class where we had to design websites, I s- kind of started on graphics for like an ALTD podcast website. So really, we'll see if. <laughs> We'll see if I can take that stuff and actually make it real. I uh, I'll I'll try and figure that out. It would be
0: awesome if I could oh, just yes. like a simple website that le- can lead you to all of the places. Oh yes. You want you want podcast, you want the video version everywhere yeah. taking over the world. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: so uh, there are our uh, our our metals or or uh, minerals of uh our Minerals of Excellence go to
0: Onward and Man of Tomorrow. Oh, yes. So did we want to move into our TV shows? I did have three I'd yeah. love to shout out.
1: And I have two that I would love to shout out, uh, things that I,
0: I loved this year. So. All right.
1: uh, so, Who wants
0: to go first for their shows?
1: Uh, you went first which made me go le- I- I'll go first this time so you All can right. finish out this um although I'm we'll say this really quick when when did the when officially did the Harley Quinn animated
0: show come out um I it? think it was season 1 began last year because it uh, was originally no, on the DC streaming service
1: Right, yeah okay yeah November
0: so, 29 2019
1: doesn't count, but that is a good show that I recommend. Yes. Um, so uh, the first thing uh, I think both of mine are Netflix originals. Actually, I don't know. It's interesting because overall, I wouldn't call them like my favorite streaming service or anything, but they have some good limited series. So my first one is um, uh. It was funny because when I first heard the title of this, uh, the show is called Queen's Gambit. I I've thought, heard so many people talk about yeah, this. I, what I thought. What, the, it's funny how my brain works because you and many other people might think the opposite. I thought, oh, is that some boring. Like, from the title, I was like, is it like a boring, like, British period piece about, like, the Queen and the. The bourgeois. Queen and how she has a gambling problem. Yeah. And. Then someone was like, "Yeah, it's about like a chess prodigy," and I was like, "Oh, chess! Now that I can get <laughs> on board with." I've heard about. I've I, this is the first time I've found <laughs> out it's about chess. Yeah, I know. I thought <laughs> I thought I, the name didn't appeal to me at all. And then it's it's literally like like the way that a sports movie is like
0: about basketball or something. This is about chess. Here's a little bit of truth. Queen's Gambit is also the name of the ship that Oliver Queen from Arrow was on when he gets shipwrecked on the island and trains to become Green Arrow? Well, I think from what I learned on the show, and maybe they
1: named it after this, but Queen's Gambit is like a chess opening move. I know a lot about chess now all of a sudden because the <laughs> show is very Could you play
0: chess now? Like, <laughs> enough
1: to I look, actually, I actually, I, I, I started, I learned a little bit. I started playing, like, I can, I'm slightly competent now. I, I'm... Awful. I've always been awful at chess. In fact, for a long time, I hated it because I was just like... It just seems like something that people are like, I'm smart because I'm good at this, and I would always <laughs> lose, and so it would make me feel dumb. Um, but now I think it's cool because this is a really good show. It's like seven episodes, um, each one around an hour long, but it basically follows the life uh, the and the career of... Uh, a fictional chess prodigy named Beth Harmon, and played by one of our very own mutants, uh, oh. Anya Taylor Joy, a new <laughs> is, mutant. Yes, is the who plays magic. I had to look this up, but um, uh, but anyway, she plays a chess prodigy, a superhero in her own way. In this, and it kind of just follows her life uh, growing up being good at chess, being a pro, traveling to Russia and stuff to, and become the best in the world. Um, it was just interesting. The whole time it was just like, something was actually satisfying about it where I was like, this is really <laughs> just about chess. It's just, there's not, like there's obviously deeper stuff about it. Like there's some deep character stuff you'd, see people's struggles like addiction it's not some stupid
0: love story it's just about the game of chess (laughs)
1: but it's just like I guess what I mean is just that like chess they they, I think like I don't know if the people who made it were already obsessed with chess and they were like we gotta make a show about (laughs) chess because we love chess but that's what it seems like someone
0: needs to make it why not us
1: it seems like they started with chess and then worked out a story from there um I don't know, it's just good. I don't I don't think you have to like chess <laughs> at all, because I didn't like chess, but it's just good. Anyway, it's a good show. Um, Queen's Gambit. Yep. And it's not a boring period piece, kind of. It takes place in, like, the 60s, but it's not oh, okay. like... A, it's not like the not a, <laughs> yeah, 18th hate, century hate, or something. That's, like, my least favorite kind of show, is, like, uh, I haven't bothered to watch any of them, but there's, like, one I think that's... Oh, God. I don't even want to... I don't want to say it because I don't know about an, any of them enough, but there are shows where it's Downton like, Abbey? It, it, yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> where it's rich people with British accents with their problems.
0: Yes, like, we must I prepare the table for when the governor <laughs> arrives. I know. It's the most boring...
1: <laughs> The the only thing I almost hate as much and I don't know my other least favorite TV format is just the basic like, uh, cop show which with, with just the formulaic like like a CSI kind of thing. I just think it's oh like
0: the uh, boring drama ones.
1: Yeah, the drama cop shows um are the other thing that I stay away from Law and Order. I don't know like a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, nah,
0: so man, when I had to take a class last year. We had to watch Law and Order one about very there something that happens in real life, and I can't stop thinking about. It. I won't say what it is, but it's yeah. like a medical procedure that um happens in other countries. That the, uh, like the whole show was about how hey, it's you know it's what they believe in so it's it's cool and i i can't stop thinking about it cuz i'm like wow
2: <laughs> yeah something
0: I, I i had no idea and I, at first i thought it was something a writer made up until i found till i found out yeah. from the teacher it's real i'm i i can't stop thinking <clears throat> about it. it is i mean those shows can yeah. be
1: extremely gruesome but somehow managed to be too boring for me to watch still um so, yeah, that's how I feel about that. But anyway, um, that's one of my two I wanted to mention. <laughs> oh, uh, so. there's this
0: one show that comes on, like, really late on Saturdays. Like, at midnight on, like, one of the local stations here. They air reruns of it. It's like a yeah. s- cop show, but they're all, like, in their 60s. And they say these oh, oh, cliches it, it and stuff.
1: What? Or wait, is it Blue Bloods? Or, no, this is not, doesn't
0: that have uh Magnum PI in it? Uh
1: it's, I don't know. I thought Blue Bloods had old people. That's that's the only reason I there's just thought it. There's this one and
0: they're spouting <laughs> off all these cliches, and I'm like and there's like a sixty year old guy, white hair, crowded voice, who thinks he's so cool.
1: I I just I don't like any of those character archetypes. <laughs> I don't I uh anyway. Uh you won't find those shows in my lists. Um no. So, what is, what's your first thing you want to bring up, TV-wise? Alright, the first one... good
0: this year? There was some pretty good TV this year. One I'll mention is one of DC's newest shows. I think it is their newest show. And it's a show of a character I knew very little about. And... To be honest, I wasn't interested until I heard two names were attached to it. Mm. Greg Berlanti, who does all of the CW Universe shows, like Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Jeff Johns, who not only created the character, named named the character after his sister, he was going to be the main showrunner. It's the show Stargirl.
1: Yeah. Yes, and
0: this was a show in which... Uh... This girl Courtney and her mom and her stepdad, her stepbrother, move to Blue Valley, this town, Blue, B- Blue Valley. Mm-hmm. She finds the staff, and she believes she is the daughter of Starman, who was played by the main character in the Community.
1: Oh, um, uh, 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 uh Joel McHale. Yes. Or, oh, awesome.
0: So. There's that, and Jeff it's her Winger. kind of becoming this superhero, Star Girl. Her, <laughs> they really have a great, did a great job, of, like the family stuff about her and her stepdad, and he like is training her and mentoring her, and he has this giant robot that he fights in, and it's it's about how ten years ago, not the Justice League, but the Justice Society, all of the members were murdered, including Starman who Courtney believes is her father, and it's about uh, Stargirl bringing together the new generation of the Justice Society and how see. the old villains are still around and they had to, st- to stop them. It-, it was very good. It's not... I wouldn't put it on like the level of the Big Four, which are Smallville, Gotham, Flash, and Arrow, but it was still, yeah, a very good show. Jeff Johns wrote a lot of great episodes for it. The many times I was just like, "Man, this is a very good one." Check the credits. Oh yeah, Jeff Johns wrote. Duh. So there's yeah. that. It was very good show. So yeah, on the CW. So yeah. yeah,
1: interesting. I I'm always more of a person who is like. Oh, a character I know nothing about and don't care about? Now I'm more interested. <laughs> just because I, I just like to imagine a world where I'm surprised by something. But, yeah, I'll also follow Joel McHale anywhere, so that's great. Um, I'll
0: be honest, that's the opposite of me. Because yeah, like, what... <laughs> Stargirl premiered in May, and I finished it last week. It was only yeah. 13 episodes. Even though I like this show... Without like Flash or Arrow or now Superman yeah. Lois, there's like a little less motivation.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it, like I, ju- I guess I just like to feel like a special rebel. But like I like I mean I also like I I like my comic company of choice is Image Comics. Like I mean, <laughs> I mean it's just like I'm just
0: a little annoying like that. <laughs> Do you have if you were to go in a comic shop right now? What are like the series you would look for? What are, like, Um, your go-tos? Some of them Because I think I have, like, six go-tos.
1: Some of them are limited and more completed, but I would probably do... um, Jeez. I'm trying to remember even some that uh, I was reading. Uh, I mean, Paper Girls from Image Comics was the one I was uh, following, but that just completed... Um and uh for a while I was doing The Wicked and the Divine that's also from Image Comics. Um uh I actually was doing uh this is this is this is uh DC. I was reading the Raven uh Daughter of Darkness. Oh, So yeah. I'd probably continue that. There's a Dungeons
0: & Dragons comic series that's very good that just started up. Well, for me, whenever I go into a comic shop, my go-tos are Superman, Batman, <laughs> The Flash, Justice League, Spider-Man, and X-Men.
1: Yeah, so yeah, very... T- I mean, my my taste in comics is a little like my taste in movies, which is... Uh, I'm, like, trying to find little hidden gems. <laughs> Look, no one oh else gosh. knows
0: what it is. And then there's like, a, there's a if it gets big, uh, you throw it in the trash. You're like, ugh, yeah, screw this. Yeah, no. Well, I, I'm proud of something when it
1: gets big. My number one movie of uh, last year won the Best Picture Oscar. Oh, it did. And I still stand by that being an incredible movie. Um... But anyway, this is important news. There's and this is going to be my new regular. There's uh there's an Image Comics uh uh series called Huck.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's going to be awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, the cover of issue 1 has like this big buff guy uh with a bird and he's sitting next to uh like a rooster wind uh <laughs> directional thing. Um I wonder what it's about. <laughs>
0: Well, I hope it has a lot of potty humor. I hope so, too. I, Huck would be disappointed if it didn't. I mean, he, he might sue.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, you... Uh, oh, in a quiet seaside town, Huck uses his special gifts to do a good deed each day. Um, oh, it is a superhero thing. His neighbors return the favors by keeping his abilities a secret. So apparently, Huck <laughs> is a, kind of a superhero. Oh, so, yes. As we've known, that's for my new go to now. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Stargirl. Um, then I will uh, move on to my. This is my last thing I have to bring up for this episode, probably. And it's. Mm, this is my favorite thing that has come out all year. Um, it's a it's A series. Uh, uh, Have we mentioned, mentioned it before? It here? before. Okay. Yeah, on Un- Unwanted Answers, I think it was, but uh, it's The Haunting of Bly Manor, which I think came out early in October. So, right around the time I had coronavirus. Yes. And it's, I think, nine episodes long, and it's in the same sort of anthology series as The Haunting of Hill House which came out a couple years ago. And I don't know. Some people have different thoughts about it. Personally, I thought The Haunting of Bly Manor lived up to the highly acclaimed first season. I personally highly acclaimed this season as well. Uh, It's an adaption of The Turn of the Screw, uh, which is a book from like the late 1800s or something. But um, it's a horror anthology series, and this is the second season, and... I thought it was great. It has amazing characters. Um I've uh um I really just there's like a romantic subplot that like I wasn't expecting and was truly like so compelling and like I like I'll say I don't think I have felt as invested in a romantic pairing since like Jim and Pam. <laughs> and it's in a horror series. Yes, so
0: that. it may not end well. Yeah, you'll have to watch the whole thing.
1: <laughs> but um I just thought it was I thought it was it was great. Um and it's directed by Mike Flanagan, who after this <clears throat> like how much I liked the characters and style of directing and stuff from The Haunting of Hill, Hill House and now Bly Manor made me start to go I think I like this guy's stuff. Uh, <laughs> Mike Flanagan. And I know. I started noticing. Like he uses a lot of the same actors. And all the stuff he does. And I started looking back at movies. I've seen in the past. Uh, he's also done. I think Hush. And Oculus. Which are also horror movies. And I l- loved both of those movies. Without knowing who had done them. So now I'm starting to like. Look out. For, like, he is consistently. Oh. Gerald's Game, that was in a list. He consistently puts out movies I really like. So I've kind of got a a new... uh, Like when you see uh, Jeff Johns, for example, I'm going to keep my eye out on Mike Flanagan's stuff in the future. I think he has almost exclusively put out really great horror movies and shows. I really hope there's a third season of this, um, based on some other creepy place or,
0: you know, oh, yes, thic- fictional creepy place.
1: Um, so, yeah, 10 out of 10, five stars out of five stars. I,
0: oh, yes, love it. All right. So, I have two shows to mention, and yeah, all right. So, one show I'll mention is one I was really looking forward to. I thought they did a great job, and there's a lot of pressure with this property. It is the new Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh yeah. So yeah, I was very excited. Like I said, Warner Brothers has been done a great job the last ten years. They for a while they weren't doing anything with the Looney Tunes, but in 2011 they brought them back with the Looney Tunes show, which I think is great. I i said say the Looney Tunes show in 2011 feels more than any other show, like it was written specifically for me. Oh. And <laughs> that, then they did... That's always good. Yes, they did the show, Wabbit, that became called the new Looney Tunes. And I'll be honest, I <clears> like <throat> it. I, overall, I like the show, but it feels like there's something missing with it. Like, hmm. I almost feel there's intelligence that's missing with it. Like, <clears> it... <throat> At least in Season 1, because I haven't seen a lot of Season 2. But it felt like in Season 1, they thought that just doing slapstick all the time is what made the originals work. Right. And there's a... I like it, but there's something missing. Versus hmm. this one, it felt like this new Looney Tunes cartoon show that premiered on HBO Max this year. Yeah. It did a great job of... Like, it feels like the classic shorts right and yeah they did a great. Hard, it's job. hard to
1: replicate something like that so it's yes cool that they
0: succeeded they did a great job uh with the characterizations the animation designs i i like how they look very similar to the classic <laughs> yeah. designs of the 40s 50s and 60s eric yeah. bowser is now the new bugs bunny and daffy duck and he's done a great job with it we also have Bob Bergman returning as Porky Pig, and Jeff Bergman, who was the first one to do the Looney Tunes after Mel Blanc died, is back doing Elmer Fudd and I think Sylvester the Cat. But, yeah, overall, Looney Tunes cartoon show is great. There's a new Christmas one that I am going to try and watch this weekend. So, yeah, it's great. Have you seen any of it or no?
1: No, like, the thing is, I was never, like, a big... Looney Tunes person as a kid to begin with but just the fact that it like it intrigues me a lot just knowing that like uh, uh, they did so well at capturing the spirit of the old Looney Tunes like it feels like it would be f- fun to watch even though I like just from it being in pop culture so much it seems like it would be interesting to see that done today
0: Yes, and then the last TV show I'll mention is a superhero show that's been on for six seasons, It so we'll come back for seven. It had some episodes in 2020, and um, for the last six years, it's been the best superhero show on the CW, and it is The Flash. So, The Flash, in 2020, The Flash had a bit of an interesting job. Right, because yeah. unlike other seasons, coming into 2020, the Flash had to make up for how bad Crisis on Infinite Earths was. Right, which is a job no other season had had to do before. Like, and it was like, is there was honestly a little bit of is are the best days of the CW universe behind it? And Flash was being the most watched and for the last few years being the best one. <laughs> and also, we had lost Arrow as well. So, yeah. And we are coming off of a terrible series finale with Arrow. So, all eyes were on the Flash. Can this bring it back? And, like, the first few were not their strongest. But then, I just remember when they did the storyline where Barry realizes that his wife has been replaced with an imposter, I was like, all right, this show is back. And they did a great job. It reclaimed, like, this was the show that kind of made it feel like, all right, crisis is gone. We're back to where we were before. So it was a little bit like, "Ah, we're back. Quality is back. And you know what, for a show that didn't, plan on having it be in its season finale that episode did feel like a season finale because it ended on a pretty big cliffhanger so excited for season seven that's i mean yeah season seven
1: what would you say um if you were to consider like like each movie one thing and then each season of a show that came out in 2021 thing what's your favorite thing that came out this year like mine's the haunting of Bly Manor, that season of the Flash, or uh, Man of Tomorrow, or,
0: you know what? I will throw a curveball. I think it might be the Lewingtons cartoons. Oh yeah, I wasn't sure what order those were in,
1: but yeah, that's a that's a good pick. Yeah.
0: Yes. <clears throat> so yeah, there we right. are. did. We want to go through real quick because we are coming up to the time. Yeah, I mean I'm.
1: That's this year for me. I mean, uh, if you have anything else to bring up,
0: do we want for it, to count down ten? Yeah. I guess it's most surprising favorite news stories of twenty twenty because there were some. Oh, there yeah, has been sure. some exciting news.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, uh, go for it.
0: I'll. All right, I can delete. I'll probably this agree thing to
1: some extent. I, I, I haven't looked at. Uh, The news that's...
0: I had to go through some old news to find it. All right. Some of it is favorite. Some of it is, like, most surprising. It's kind of mashed together. I would say it's, like, top five are favorite, and then bottom five are most surprising. Number 10, Batwoman. The show Batwoman, which is terrible, is replacing the Kate Kane character with a new one. Hmm. And it sounded like when Ruby Rose decided to leave the show, it was a mutual decision. (laughs) So that was pretty surprising to hear. Yeah. That they were replacing the Kate Kane character. Yeah. Especially because they ended on a cliffhanger where the villain was impersonating Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So now this new one doesn't really have any relation to Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Yeah, a bit shocking to hear that. Also, two of the CW shows are ending Supergirl and Black Lightning. so Supergirl will be ending with season six, Black Lightning yeah. ending with season four yeah. I, I'll be straight up honest with of the C w universe of the shows like Supergirl and Black Lightning are Arrow Arin ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: all three shows well i you know I've liked all of them. But all three shows, before they announce its ending, there's kind of a feeling of the best days are behind it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but if they if they follow what Arrow did for its final season, look, the finale is terrible, but the seven episodes that were good did a great job of wrapping it up, and I say it was the best season. Season eight was the best season since season five. Hmm. So, hopefully... Very good. Yes. Supergirl can go back to what made it work in the first three seasons. Hopefully, Black Lightning will go back to what worked in the first season. And look, the finales will probably be terrible, but... You know... All you can... Mm -hmm. Let's have a few good episodes, right? Like...
1: Yeah.
0: Arrow... Something. Yeah. Arrow had ten episodes. Seven of them were very good. Actually... The sixth episode of season eight was the best episode of a superhero show last season. Ooh. All right, number eight. This was a surprise. Mm. Normally, we don't bring this up, but Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx are returning for the third MCU Spider Man movie.
2: Oh, Alfred Molina yeah.
0: returning as Doc Ock and Jamie Foxx as Electro. For mm-hmm. the third MCU Spider-Man movie. I'll be honest, no interest in the MCU Spider-Man movie. You know what? Last night, I tried to watch Homecoming again. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I still hated it. But Wow. Um, Alfred Molina, he was great as Doc Ock. Jamie Foxx is a weird choice. Hmm. Because I-, I like The Amazing Spider-Man too, But I'd almost say Harry Osborn... Was the real villain of Amazing Spider-Man Two? Electro's kind of there for some action scenes, and that's it. Right. <clears throat> well, hey, maybe they'll give. Maybe it'll give him more. I don't, I don't know. I I don't plan on seeing this third <laughs> Spider-Man movie, but because right. it, like, it's not like giving Tobey Maguire and Andrew the Garfield the Homecoming script isn't going to change it. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you want, like, who's more important? What would feel more like the Spider-Man trilogy? Toy Maguire, directed by John Watts or Tom Holland by Sam Raimi? It's Tom Holland by Sam Raimi. So,
1: yeah, that's a good point.
0: Number seven, Jared Leto's returning as the Joker for oh. the Snyder Cut reshoots. Who would have thought we'd ever <laughs> yeah. see Jared Leto again? As the Joker. You know, I think Snyder you know, to be fair, he they did have it later in the movie where he has the purple suit. He does act more like classic Joker. Yeah. Later in the movie. I just hope. Get rid of the Mel Teeth. I want to understand what he's saying this time. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Uh yeah, hopefully they'll take to critique.
0: Yes. All right, number six. S- Normally I don't bring up MCU news, but this is the first time since Endgame that I kind of raised my eyebrows and said, oh, that's interesting. Sam yeah. Raimi will direct Doctor Strange. Oh. Yes. Now that's cool. The dude who made, I would say the trilogy overall is the best Marvel movie ever made. And he's doing Doctor Strange. So if there's any mm. m- Marvel movie I'm hopeful for, it's that one. Very so cool. it also ironic, you know he's doing two Marvel movies, but he's doing the two that were also created, co-created by Steve Ditko instead of Jack Kirby.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Do you think Spider-Man will appear in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Oh, that would be cool. Um, hmm. Well, let's bring I this give to a
1: hopeful yes.
0: Let's bring this uh, to up. A- Will Tobey Maguire Spider-Man appear, and will Tom Holland Spider-Man appear?
2: I Um, hope not
0: Tobey Maguire, but even though I love the characters, it's MCU, he's not Spider-Man in the MCU. I'd rather him just be in Spider-Man 4.
1: Yeah. But I think
0: think Tom Holland could appear. I mean, it would be cool, because they did say, I mean, Doctor Strange is going to be in the third MCU Spider-Man movie, so it would make sense to cross him over a little bit. Yeah, in that Marvel presentation, Kevin Feige said it leads into that, and plus, yeah. maybe it could kind of bring him a little closure. Like mm-hmm. it's not his version, but he having him direct Spider-Man again, and if we don't have the Russo brothers to get Spider-Man back on track again, like they did in Infinity War. Maybe yeah. Sam Raimi's the last hope. Yeah. All right. Number five, Darth Vader will appear in the Obi-Wan series. Now we're getting into my favorite stories. Yeah. Yeah. The best character of all Star That's Wars. Do you have a favorite character of Star
1: Wars? <clears throat> um, good question. Um, uh, BB-8. No. <laughs> uh, I. I don't know that I... I don't have a strong favorite. I would probably lean towards saying uh, just, like, Luke or Obi-Wan. Like, I I, I mean, overall, I might say Obi-Wan, just because I think that the story is cool, but I don't know.
0: Oh, I thought I saw somewhere that Lucasfilm said that the era of Poe, Rey, and Finn is over.
2: Yeah. Which is what we kind of thought
0: would makes sense, because... The other characters, Mm -hmm. they, you know, were in their trilogy and then it was kind of over. So it wouldn't make sense unless they're mentoring another generation. Alright, number four. Yes, number four. Talked about for so long. Never thought would happen. The Snyder Cut of Justice League is coming. We're getting to see another version of this movie. I will say... God, we live in a world where there's like four Avengers movies and we're still just seeing another version of the same Justice League movie. But whatever, you know, I'm excited for it. I really enjoyed the theatrical cut, so hopefully it will be good. All right, so a Snyder Cut. Who would have thought that we'd see the Snyder Cut? So, yeah, we're going to have... And it's going to be as a miniseries. So now we live in a world Justice League miniseries on TV with with Ben Affleck. So, all right, number three, Stephen Amell, the Green Arrow himself, offered to return for Arrow season nine. So season eight ended. That was the end of the show. And then when the pandemic happened and the American actors weren't able to come to Vancouver to film the shows like Flash or Superman Lois, Stephen and like his new show was shut down. He called up Greg Berlanti, the boss of all the CW shows and said, hey, what do you think about bringing back Oliver from the dead? So I I 100% believe we talked about Supergirl's ending. I will be very surprised if he doesn't pop up in that final season. Like well like well, if if it was the Flash, I'd be shocked if he didn't pop up in the final season. But I just I have a strong feeling he'll he, and it's gonna be pretty quick too, like only a year later, but why not? If he likes playing the character, then have him come back forever. Alright, number two. Michael Keaton is returning as Batman in The Flash. I remember, I've always felt like, because, you know, in my heart, the Burton Schumacher movies and the animated series are connected in my heart. I've always felt like, one day, Michael Keaton has to come back for a Batman Beyond movie, right? Right? It just makes sense. Give us that fifth movie of the franchise. But yeah, Michael Keaton will return as Batman in The Flash. I was very surprised by it. Now look, I'm I'm a little worried because, again, DCU, he's not Batman. He's an alternate version of Ben Affleck's Batman. It's not like this is Batman 5. But still, if we're going to do it, why not? Which one are you... Which one would you be more excited for? Michael Keaton returning as Batman in The Flash or Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield if they come back for the third MCU Spider-Man movie? I'd have to say for me, it's Batman because I've, we've already seen Andy Muschietti with, has done a great job in It. I'm not a fan of John Watts, so there's already something there. But which one would you be more excited for? Uh, wait, uh, what is Andy
1: Muschietti uh, doing in this? Or? The Flash. Oh, he's directing the Flash. Okay, I got it. Um, it's it's interesting because I even before I knew that that's a great fact. Um, I I would be more excited for the Flash than like the third Spider-Man movie. But I'd be more excited to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Um, so it's kind of a toss-up. But maybe just uh, I, I actually I I will say, Tobey, I really want to see Tobey Maguire Spider-Man again. So that would probably be what I'd be more excited as. Um, it's just the movie, even that it's directed in. under John Watts. That's where that's where I, I'm lost. Or if we're if you're just asking what character do you want to see come back, but if you're saying what movie do I want to see more I or or what what I want to see more is the the Flash. If Michael you could Keaton. only
0: make one happen, what would it be? Okay, then I'll do the Michael Keaton. Yeah. All right. Number one, most surprising news of twenty twenty. Do you have a guess what it is? Um. I don't know. I think I would have
1: thought it was the Michael Keaton Batman, and now I'm not sure
0: what this could be. All right. Well, you're close. It's that Ben Affleck is returning as Batman in The Flash. I never thought we were going to see Ben Affleck back as Batman, especially yeah, because earlier in the year he had opened up about what led him to leave. Yeah. The role. But, I'm very excited to have Ben Affleck back as Batman. Especially, you know... That's really cool. I I prefer Michael Keaton, but if it's in the DCEU, I prefer having Ben Affleck in it. That way, at least, there won't be less screwing around with Affleck's Batman. They won't, like, kill him off, turn him evil, have him retire, or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. So... Yeah, and it's exciting. He's going to be... Now, this is his fourth appearance. He will be our longest-running movie Batman. <laughs> yeah. He'll also be our first movie Batman to face the... If they have screen time together, the first movie Batman to face the Joker twice. Uh Oh, yeah. Like, normally, yeah, the only yeah. other live-action ones are Adam West and David Mazows <laughs> from Gotham. Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, the first time.
2: Mm hmm.
0: So yeah, that was my Did any of those pop up to you as like a most surprising of the year? Well, I mean the Snyder cut existing
1: is like a I felt so confident that this (laughs) was that Uh, I felt so confident that there just was not ever going to be enough, or that they weren't ever going to put enough effort in it to make it come out. And I into a still thing. feel
0: Zach directed most of the, more of the theatrical cut than people think.
1: Yeah, I I didn't know. Um, uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I also. Uh, Michael Keaton returning is is surprising to Actually um I think for me uh one of them would be uh some combination of surprising and exciting is um uh is uh Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor coming back to uh a Star Wars series so I think that's my surprising of the year and it was very
0: recent so I'll be straight up honest. The Obi Wan thing is the most I've been excited for first Star Wars thing since the Force Awakens. Yeah, I think they they have a chance for
1: a rebirth if they're careful. And again, I'm someone who liked the Last Jedi, so I, it's not exactly like they've completely <laughs> lost me or anything. But some
0: people, some people, be like, "Why is your bar so low?" <laughs> Well, no, um, I have a bar
1: for Star Wars. It's just a different one than some people. And the, I...
0: How dare you say Last Jedi is better than The (laughs) Phantom Menace? That movie is brilliant! Yeah. Trade routes. (laughs) We have come to the end of our end-of-the-year 2020 special.
1: Yeah, and uh, usually um, we have... One other episode come out every year, and that is the upcoming. We look ahead to uh, what's coming out yes. in the next year. This is case twenty twenty one. So stay tuned for that episode. We'll be releasing exactly. Yeah, we'll be releasing the upcoming twenty twenty one movies episode very soon. Uh, hey, get hyped for it, guys! Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, but that's it for this episode, where we talk about twenty twenty. What a year!
0: Oh yes. We tied a bow on it. We said farewell, 2020. We've given it the finger multiple times. Yep. Spat it. And if we were in Shakespearean times, we bite our thumb at <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Which you know what? I, I will. I just. Yeah. Did it. You bite that thumb till it bleeds. Yeah.
1: And so uh, take that 2020. And uh, here's to the new year where comment section will continue and will bring you all
0: kinds yes.
1: of lovely new hot takes hopefully we don't things. we don't
0: get into any new more lows in 2021 yeah
1: I, it, it, uh, let's let's say positive again so if it is that bad we can laugh at it again next year at this time yes
0: we can <laughs> be like uh, that one ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can
1: uh, Oh, they thought that twenty twenty one was gonna be better than twenty twenty. <laughs> but no, I think it will be.
0: And you can quote oh, yes. me on that. Okay. I'll play this clip for you if okay. it gets worse. Go for at it. At the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, and then I wanna see I want to see you lower your head and just shake You'd be like guys I'm so sorry I'll own up to I'm it well maybe not want but yeah. if it does if you did jinx it
1: yeah and I, I have to say <laughs> if the thing that happens is that I die or something because I am 27 <clears throat> so 27 close. yes um, if if that's what happens you still have to play this clip uh, the yes, irony must be exposed
0: <laughs> yes well Paul will probably have Jeremy or Jordan come in to take over Oh yeah, they've got he's got them on retainer already.
1: So if there yes. is it, I will say if there is a reason I die and he will not be happy I said this, but if I do die, start the investigation with Paul.
0: <laughs> yes, we, we'll <laughs> make sure of that. We have it yeah. recorded, you know. If if anything goes down, Paul, yeah. I am assuming will probably be packing in a hurry and driving away. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um <laughs> he's pretty good at getting away, so. Um Yes. With that, uh, that was, uh, wow, 2020. Here we are at the end. What a year, what a time. So, uh, um, uh, at least there were some things we were entertained by this year. Um, yes. And, as always, there was plenty of rabbit hole to soothe us to the end oh, of the year. Oh, Yes
0: everywhere just holes you can fall into
1: yes um so watch your step and remember, uh careful going going into 2021 there's going to be some
0: some rabbit holes you can fall into if you and yes make sure to look at the ground before you take each step
1: and sometimes this show will release an episode here there hopefully still going in 2021 just releasing left and right and you're gonna have to dodge them dodge the comment section oh exactly uh but every now and then you'll fall in with us and at that point you'll continue to fall down that rabbit hole